Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Slim. Here to give y'all another good episode of Sit Down with Slims. And, um, <laughs> man, I want y'all to excuse me. I dealt with a horrible sinus infection this whole weekend. So my last interview on YouTube and this podcast right here, I'm a little stuffed up. You're going to hear a couple of sniffles here and there. But uh, I hope y'all, you know, reason with me. As you can hear, I'm back, man. I'm all right. <laughs> I'm feeling good. So hopefully you won't have to deal with that again. And also, speaking of YouTube, um, if you get a chance, please go over to YouTube. Type in Sit Downs with Slim. That's Sit Downs, W backslash Slim. And uh, check out the content, man. I got a couple good episodes on there. You know, I got some um, interviews. I got some uh, very entertaining videos. So if you like it, man, give it a thumbs up, comment, subscribe to the channel. I got a lot more content coming. But uh, let me stop running my mouth and <laughs> let y'all, you know, hear this new episode, man. I hope y'all enjoy. Yo, 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 yo. The Slim checking in live from Savannah, Georgia. Savannah, Georgia. Bless up, bless up. Savannah's an interesting place, man. Very historical. Um, wasn't Savannah once the capital of Georgia? I have no idea. I yeah, it's a historical place. Yeah, it's a historical city though, for real. Um, a lot of history in the city. Yeah, it's um, it's real. It's it's real nice out here in certain places. Yeah, in other places, it's real trashy, real ratchet. Yeah. Shit gets hectic. Savannah's one of them type places. Um, I'm excited for this St. Patty shit. Um, it's gonna be weird doing it while I'm grown now. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh normally we come out here hell. normally we come out here, we get real um real fucked up. Try to go back to Statesboro. Statesboro like what, like forty five minutes away? Yeah. We try to go back to Statesboro, fucked up. That shit don't be got now. Yeah, it never it never turns out right. <laughs> Never. <laughs> so this is uh, this is gonna be interesting doing it grown. It's yeah. gonna feel better. Yeah. Uh, not having your childish ways, you know what I'm saying? Going out and getting fucked up with no regard for fucking human life, and just going balls to the wall like that shit. That's just not for us no more. But like, that's what you about to try to do though. I'm gonna try to do it. I'm gonna try to bring. <laughs> I'm about it. to try to bring out the young me. I don't know who the hell you was trying to fool. Yeah. I know it. I know. I be playing. Though I thought about something on the way here to Savannah. I was um listening to Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. And they was talking about My guy. How uh Chad Johnson eats, Ocho Cinco. Yeah, yeah. He eats a lot of McDonalds. And he was explaining how like, you know, that's not really bad when you work out that much. And I was thinking about it like when I originally lost all that weight. Yeah. Um, I was eating like shit most of the time. Yeah, for real. Like every every three four days, I eat like shit. But the next day, I'll get right back on it. But I was burning so many damn calories in that in that long ass amount of time that it just didn't matter. So I it's, I still lost like thirty pounds. Yeah, just because I was burning so much. Yeah, so that's you, what I'm gonna do. I'm if gonna you just got start. them going ham every day. That this shit might not even really matter like that. It don't. You can eat whatever the fuck you want to. Yeah, as long if as you, you working out, you can eat you, whatever you want to. Especially you putting that much output like like. You know, a professional athlete does like, yeah, they, they work out hard. And see, now that's ridiculous because they burn like four thousand calories a day. Yeah, like that shit. Wild. Active, like active as fuck. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So that's my goal. Five times a week, I'm burning at least a thousand calories. At least five times a week. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna shoot for every day though, but at the least, that's yeah. what's gonna go on because 
I pretty much made my mind up that I'm never putting a wing place down. <laughs> <laughs> Them bitches got you. Yeah, they got me hooked, dog. <laughs> this week was rough. I was sitting, I told you, I was laying in the bed with the shakes, just thinking about Popeyes. Yeah. And then I just, I, dog, I just had to give Popeyes, in. Popeyes, man. Popeyes, Popeyes is so bro. fucking it's good. It's so fucking, dog, the best chicken place, bro. What's, I, what's number two, though? Ooh. If you had to pick a number two, if Popeyes went out of business. If Popeyes went out of business, my chicken place, first off, I'll be sad. I'll probably debate offing myself. <laughs> <laughs> After I get done debating. For real, that, bro. I probably that just shit go that to, good. I probably just go to Bojangles. Bojangles? Yeah, I fuck with Bojangles. Yeah. Uh, churches is fucking disgusting. That's why they put churches in front of all low-income housing. You think so? Yeah. Bro, churches is just, I don't know what it is. It's, it's cheap extra ass chicken, greasy. Cheap-ass grease. Yeah. They don't clean their fucking fryers. It's Church extra is greasy. fucking gross, dog. That and shit it's just always like, in front of a low-income housing. Yeah, I, I never noticed how it's always outside of the hood. I never noticed that shit. It is, dog. Good, Bro, good, whenever uh, you're good in- Good observation. Yeah, whenever you're in um, a low-income area, it's always a church's. It's always a liquor store, and yeah. it's always an ass of pine shops. That's when you know you're in a low-income area. Yeah, yeah. Those are the main three things to look for. Yeah. Damn. Man, that shit crazy. That's not even no conspiracy. That's just real life, because everywhere I ever lived, Uh-oh. and I done lived in some horrible places. He, trying, he, trying to, he's, he said good. that because he's on this conspiracy shit now. He don't want to admit it. You on your conspiracy shit. No, nah, I'm not on my conspiracy shit. Dog, what is this we drinking? Jack, it's rough, ain't it? Yeah. See, I usually get a nice soothing whiskey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Jack is just like, it's your, I'm not even going to lie. Jack is kind of like a lower class. It's like a poor man's high-grade high whiskey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm, not, like, I'm not a fan of Jack, dog. If you're like If you're like poor and you get a bottle of Jack, that's something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, I'm, dog, I'm going to be real whiskey. with you. I don't, like... When it comes to drinking, I don't really go off brands. I go off how shit tastes. Like, yeah. I would much rather drink um, Evan Williams yeah. than Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and price don't matter neither. Like, I hate to say this because I'm a Hennessy connoisseur. Ooh. But. <laughs> it's, ooh, that's a new one. <laughs> but Hennessy is overrated like a mug. Hennessy's overrated, dog. Yeah, it's. uh. After a while, I, we drank cognac so much that... No, I didn't say cognac. I said Hennessy. Bruh, no. Cognac, after a while, you drink it so much, and you realize it's so sweet. And it's all... Bruh, it's just too sweet. Yeah. You just start realizing. It depends, it depends what you're drinking. Um, Hennessy, you're right. It has a lot of sugar in Bruh, it. I can't drink too much of it. It puts you in a diabetic state of coma the next day. <laughs> For real. like That's why you feel like shit the next day. Like I'll drink, a, I'll drink like a half a bottle of Hennessy. I yeah. wake up in the morning. I had a fucking shakes, hand be shaking and shit. <laughs> I be like, damn! And instantly, I gotta go get some greasy ass food to try to soak it up with some yeah. bread. Hennessy is, uh, yeah, dog. Henny, Henny is. Don't get me wrong. Henny is good as fuck. But after what you drink it, so like all them college days of buying Henny and shit like that, it's just you get tired of fucking drinking. That oh, shit. you was rich. I ain't drink Hennessy in college. No, I'm just saying like. <laughs> We it was always around. Yeah. Like that was the drink. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like everybody, like if you had a bottle of henny, like, oh shit lit. But Yeah. Dog, um in college, bro, around refund time, I used to be jealous as hell. 
Like, in the equivalence of that is like now when everybody be getting their taxes back, Bruh. I ain't gonna lie, I'd be jealous. Them refund days, that refund drop, bro. Everybody rich, everybody rich, man. You know how much my uh refund used to be? What the biggest one I ever got was $89. <laughs> bro, I got damn. $89, bro. Bro, I done had some big ass refunds though. And sometimes, sometimes I had to, I had to pay to go to school. Like they'll they'll only approve me for like thirty two hundred for the for the semester, mm-hmm. so I'll end up having to pay like two fifty. Yeah, I used to be sad, bro. Yeah, sometimes that does happen. Though. While while motherfuckers that's gonna drop out next semester, they getting back twenty five hundred. Yeah, that shit crazy. And yeah. I'm actually going to school and want to go to school. You know that's the, crazy. Uh, you know that Jamaican homeboy I knew in um Statesboro. Um, you talking about the group of Jamaicans? Oh, no, no, you talking about the one that worked at Walmart? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. My Jamaican nigga, dog. This nigga used to get back like five, six bands and ball the fuck out. Wasn't he like 30-something years old? Yeah. But, I, bro, when I found that shit out, when I found that shit out, that shit was like, it kind of like, it weirded me out a little bit. When you find out a nigga old as hell who, you he done told you he 23 and shit, and this nigga like 30. Dog. Um, that shit was weird. I don't. I don't understand how you can be so old in college. And don't get it wrong. I don't mean I, I don't mean if you're over a certain age you shouldn't go to college. You definitely should go to college. But I'm talking about living in a traditional college town. Yeah. And going to a university and, and living you in college the, housing. You had the college parties and shit. Yeah. You got twenty year old roommates, eighteen year old roommates and shit. Yeah, that shit weird. Yeah, like right now. I'm 28 years old. There's no way in hell I could just be like, fuck it. I'm about to go get my master's degree so I can go to law school. Yeah. And you know what? We're in Savannah right now. I'm about to go ahead and enroll in Savannah State University, and I'm going to stay in the apartments across from campus. That shit would be awkward, dog. Yeah, that should be weird. Like, how would you even go about that? But if you if you did it the right way, like, if you just, if you were just big homie, it'd be different. But, like... <sighs> A lot of them niggas go out there and they try to perpetrate like they fucking young. So yeah. it's like it's weird. But bro, if you like, went out there and you was like, yeah, nigga, like just I've been some working, chill, subtle shit. Yeah, I, I've been working, but like, okay. you know, I'm coming back to get my education and shit. Like, but see, that's not how I view it though. But you, but you're right. If you do like move into you know a nice little little college apartment and you just yeah. chill, you on some subtle shit. You know, you go to class, you go home. Yeah, you know, and everybody fine. know you big homie. You ain't especially, trying to party with the young. Especially at 28, at 28. Yeah, you ain't trying fine. to party with the young kids and shit. You know but me saying? personally, I wouldn't be comfortable, dog. I wouldn't either. That'd be weird. Going back like that, hell nah. But yeah. um, what I'm talking about is someone that's 32 years old, do that shit, want to wanna go party and wants to start his own entertainment group. Yeah. Like that type shit. It's like, bro, if you don't get a job and go start your fucking family, the bruh, fuck is you doing? For real. That entertainment group shit from college was kind of weird, too. I just didn't understand it. I was um, trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. I didn't get it neither. It's, it's kind of like the same thing with fraternities and, yeah. and sororities. I was just talking to uh, – I just was debating somebody about that the other day. They was trying to tell me that um, it's not paid for friends. And I was like, so what is it? Yeah, you buying friends. Because you're not going to tell me someone that you met at 21 years old is your best is your bestest friend ever in your life? Yeah, exactly. Cause that's um, weird as hell. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I I feel like a lot of frat people just un, don't understand like what exactly what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. Because 
you're really just signing up pretty much so you can get some clout when you graduate and when you when you get out that you can have connections and shit. And that's what they told me. They yeah. was like, the biggest thing you get from it is networking. Yeah. And it's like, it's plenty of ways to network. And it doesn't cost hundreds of dollars a month. Yeah, you ain't got to buy friends. Yeah. And you got to pretend like you like these people. You might not even like them. You know what I'm saying? You got to pretend like you like them. And that's the weird thing to me. Like, man, okay, you crazy as hell if you tell me that you have a line of 12 people and all of them are your brothers and you love all of them. <laughs> There's no way in hell. Yeah. I don't even like 12 people in my real life. It's one fucked up person on that line. At least. At least, shit. Yeah. At least half. I'm, I'm going to say out of 12, at least seven of them probably fucked up it's rare that you meet good people in this world nowadays so, hell yeah yeah that's why i'm like man y'all be faking because i don't even like all my friends <laughs> <laughs> being honest though for real yeah and and then they trying to convince you that uh they just love they they line brothers and they line sisters and then they act like it's some kind of big ass gang and some kind of secret society that no one is allowed to uh be in yeah that's just a little weird it's kind of like cult like that shit yeah. weird and, and it's, it's just like gang banging. And yeah. gangs, they do the same thing. You uh you pay dues and shit like that. Like that's just crazy, dog. Why would I pay to have some friends? Yeah, I'm not doing that type shit. You know, I ain't, you know, I love all my friends, but goddamn, I wouldn't buy their ass. Nope. I mean, I would love to start me a little cult and um <laughs> <laughs> charge people to be in it. I would love that shit. Matter of fact, that's a good idea. You could, you could fucking start a cult. Your crazy ass. Nah, I ain't that wild. Yeah. Like it takes it takes too much um, HR skills, and I don't have that. <laughs> you said HR skills. Yeah, I don't have that shit. Yeah. Like like when it comes to dealing with people, I'm real awkward with it. Like I pretend to like be normal, but I'm not normal. Yeah, you you're a very abrasive person. People like if only if only the people that sit in, that sit in front of me. In, in business meetings knew what I was thinking. Yeah. There's no way in hell I would I would be anywhere where I'm at in life. Cuz I literally like I'll sit in a meeting and the whole time they'll be talking to me and of course I listen cuz I can't help it but I have like a like a 100 track mind. Like yeah. I can think of a million things at once and still pay attention and I'll just be sitting there and the whole time I'm just like you such a old dusty fart, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like you yeah. just a bum. For real. If, if only if, if they knew that shit, they'll be like, nah, I ain't fucking with him. That's weird, though, because, like, now I'm starting to realize I got focus issues. I can't focus on shit. Yeah, nowadays. I told you that. Yeah. But, see, it's not a problem because most people are like that. Like, something simple like, see, I can have a conversation with you, and I can text on the phone at the same time and won't miss a beat. You can't do that. No, hell no. Nah. can't do I got to stop. Yeah. You got damn right. I don't even know if you notice that. I do that shit all the time. Like I'll be I'll be having a full fledged conversation with someone and I'll be texting and just act like it's nothing. Yeah, you got too much going on. You hear that? I can do a million things at once, a million. But that's how you got to be nowadays, though. I got to give a hundred percent brain power to one one thing. See? That's it. One thing at a time. I tell people that all the time. Like matter of fact, nah, because uh, me and you was talking about that the other day. Like you have to be doing multiple things to be successful in this society. You have to. Yeah, like you can't just go to work and think like, "Oh, I'm gonna be good when I turn 40." No, you're yeah. not. Working at this job where, excuse me, working at this job where you strive to be general manager one day, making forty thousand a year, you're not going to be successful. And that's not much of a life to live to me. Like, it it just don't. I don't know. It just doesn't 
fulfill my my fantasies about life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like to even, I've never thought working a job and then dying, and as soon as you die, them replacing you with some other smuck who's gonna be in there for another yeah. twenty years. The American dream. Yeah, it's like, and that's that's really what they sell you on. Is like the American dream, but you don't know what what the dark side of it is. It's like as soon as you kick the bucket, like it's gonna be another motherfucker in there. The mm-hmm. next fucking week they hire. And yeah, so I feel like but this is this is the crazy thing about our generation. Like we talk about this all all the time, like the entrepreneurship, like the innovation, like everybody's using all these different platforms to kind of create their own create yeah. their own source of revenue and their own income stream, like it's podcasting, amazing, YouTubing, it? yeah. Creating businesses. Um the internet has really opened up a lot of a lot of doors and gates for a lot of us young people. But you know what also what I hate about it? What is it? It's so many people that's faking. Well, I yeah. I hate that shit, bro. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I, dude, the it crazy- It takes away from the people that really do it. The crazy thing is, like, you know what social media allows people to do, though? What? It allows each individual person to be their own kind of celebrity. So it's yeah. like everybody now is kind of living and thinking like a celebrity. And, you know, most people know that celebrities are kind of superficial. They're artificial. They're fake. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And most of what you're going to get, like when most people talk about visiting Hollywood, they talk about how fake it is, like how fake people act. And as soon as you go to a restaurant, people ask you what you do instead of like, like who you are. And like, they don't want to get to know you. They're just asking you what the fuck you do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And most of them are going to be actors or some shit. So it's like now in this generation, this social media age, everybody is their own little fucking personal Kim Kardashian or their personal little, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And it's, it's created so much fakeness, but with that comes a lot of, like, internal anguish. Like, people are be people are not happier now. Like, depression rates are going up. Anxiety rates are going up. And it's because a lot of people out here are faking the fucking funk. It's just like the conversation we had last night. Um, if, if everyone would just worry about themselves. Yeah. This place would be so much better. Yeah. People would be so much happier. Yeah. But that's also the crazy thing. Like, when people start talking about happiness. Yeah, that's that's a funny term. Happiness, like, like happiness as a goal, mm-hmm. like as as if you're supposed to be always happy. I'm curious, like every time I talk to someone and they say that word because you, dog, you know, I never use that word, like never. I have no reason to use a word like that. Yeah, but I'm just curious, what do they call happiness? Because honestly, like what they view as happiness, I've never felt it in my life. I'm just gonna sit here and be honest. Um, I kind of see it as like. I don't know if people are confusing happy with comfortable. Yeah. Or what? But a perpetual state of happiness is just like that's definitely unattainable. Like being happy all the time. Like think of it, like if you saw somebody who was happy all the time, you mm-hmm. would literally think they're a, a fucking nut job. You damn right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I don't know why that's the goal nowadays like when people show me Oh, well, look, all these countries are happy. You know what I'm saying? These are the happiest people on earth. Like that chart I sent you. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, and I had asked the person that sent me that chart. I was like, what do you base this off of? Yeah. And he was like, it says it right there on the chart. I'm thinking that's. I was like, who gets that though? Like, why yeah. do you just believe any statistic that you see? I'm thinking that's just like more so comfortable, I guess. You know, I don't, I don't think it's like they're genuinely happy all the time. So, bro, what's happiness to you? Me happiness? Yeah. Like I'm saying, it's comfortability. Yeah. Stability. The most stable. 
I'm just saying, like, if you're telling me what's a happy society, I'm thinking a more stable, comfortable society where yeah. people can do what, pretty much what they want. And if you're saying America's not happy, then you, you're fucking stupid. But because you have you have the freedom to be happy here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not about, like, all the benefits you get while you're here. It's about you have the opportunity to do anything you want. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, that to me, is what happiness free is. Free will. Yeah, it's the free will of it. It's not just saying, like, oh, everything's free in this country, so people are happier. Like, what? <laughs> like That doesn't mean people are happier. That just means people are more comfortable. They're probably more stable, but they don't, they're not happier people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um... Happiness is uh, it's pretty relative when it comes to human beings. So, uh... Let's just get into the socialism thing. So, do you want us to be socialists? You know, I don't. I don't fuck with that shit at all. Why though? Uh, well, just the history of it. I mean, how many more millions of people have to die until we say, okay, I think this communism socialism shit is kind of like not not the not the move. But you know, um, like it's been tried. This off, is the thing. It's been tried several times. Yeah. First off, I'm right here with you, but I have to play devil's advocate. Yeah. So what they would say is if everyone was on the same page, it wouldn't be that problem. But what realistic thinkers like me and you would say is that there's no way in hell the process can go smoothly. No, just because there's there's too many factors into it. Uh you have to you have to like really take into account every single factor around like ha- like people like people are people we're very fickle we change our minds a lot we're um nobody's ever going to be on the complete same page right correct so it's like even thinking that that could be possible is just kind of childish you're mm-hmm. living in a, a fantasy of a 14 year old yeah fucking child. so whenever you talk to somebody that's like a real strong le- left winger or don't you just get a a thought of like dog you're just such a it's just such a fairy tale person. Yeah, like you it's, just it's, believe in a, a happy ending every it's, time. It's, uh, a lot of what what's going on is selling dreams. Uh-huh. Like a lot of what's going on on the left is is selling people dreams of like, oh, we're um, you know, everybody in this society can be viewed as equal and happy, and everybody can be rich, everybody can be beautiful, everybody is you know everything pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's like, but at the end of the day. If you leave it up to human beings, we'll always find a way to stratify things and make somebody's going to get left out. You're damn right. Somebody's because, getting left because out. Because we all aren't equal. Yeah. We all aren't the same. Yeah. Some people it's as simple as that. There's some motherfuckers out there who's not equal to me. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. They're not putting in the same work. They're not, you know, they're not contributing to shit, and, but they want the same shit. And that's, it's kind of like a broken dream, like. Uh, a lot of what uh like the left is doing now is just selling people a lot of like social justice mm-hmm. and you know where i don't i don't i don't even get on what frontier they're kind of like coming from it don't even make sense cuz like you can do anything you want to in america mm-hmm. you feel me you can do anything the fuck you want to in america like yeah. this is the freest society you know what i'm saying and it's weird that now that you even have people on the left calling t- to get rid of free speech and shit like that. When they used to be the free speech guys, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, the left is just completely gone 
haywire. I've never. I would have considered myself a little bit more democratic back, um, back when I was younger. You know what I'm saying? And bro, you, uh, you know what scares me? What I'm looking at all these candidates because I don't know why, but for some reason this this election right here, I've got really into politics, and I've never been a politic guy, mm-hmm. but I've got really into it. So I've been looking at all the uh, all the um, Democrat uh, candidates. Yeah, and I'm just noticing like how. They're so liberal that it's crazy and disgusting, and they want to mirror Canada so bad. And honestly, I think that'll start being our downfall right there. Mm-hmm. Like if they if they get to pass half of the things that they're promising, that's just going to be crazy. Yeah. Like the idea of um, free health care, mm-hmm. um, stipends for all U.S. citizens, reparations, all this just sounds like trillions on trillions of, of dollars. dollars. Yeah. And here's the thing. Here's the thing that people don't understand is like, all right, you remember the days when you used to live with your moms, mm-hmm. and when your mom was providing everything for you, right? Yeah. Your mom could tell you what the fuck to do. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. You weren't free at all. Exactly. So it's like people don't realize there's a cost to this. Like, okay, you're giving up your rights and freedoms. Like, people don't even understand that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like when you're living under the roof of somebody, you're living under – the government can never be that big. Like, never let government get that big. If government gets that big, this country will crash and burn. And it will be a socialist, communist country, which is I, – I think we're perpetually headed that way anyways. But I would rather it not be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like all the all the constitutional rights right now are being infringed upon. Like freedom of speech is like they're banning people from certain platforms. Um, you know, gun rights are being questioned now. Like all like you might as well piss on the constitution if you if like in this day and age, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it has no fucking meaning. Like and a lot of this is being pushed by the left. A lot of it. A lot of it is being pushed by the fucking left. Um But yeah, I just I caution people to think about shit like that. Like, stop thinking just because you get free shit that you, you know what I'm saying. That that's that's beneficial. You know what I'm saying. How you feel about the Constitution, though? You think the uh, do you think we should, you know, sit down and read the Constitution and revise it? Like, like change it? Uh, yeah. I think. Um, I really think the Constitution. It can be added to, but I don't think it should be ever, like, revised other than maybe the 13th Amendment. That's about it. Just because of the whole, like, um, you can be a, you can, you can uh, be a slave under the prison system. You know what I'm saying? That's about the only thing that I think should change in that shit. But um, the Constitution to me is about one of the greatest documents ever created just because those those are rights and, you know, privileges given to people not even given it's like it's they sat down and they were like what should every person in this country be you know what i'm saying be allowed you know what i'm saying so basically you're saying it's just a good blueprint yeah it's like that's your that's all these are your god-given rights pretty much mm-hmm. that's how they looked at it like we can, nobody can take this from you you know what i'm saying this shit is forever here so why do you think they're trying to um I feel like it's a war against guns now. Yeah, like that's what, that's what they're trying to create. 
why do you think they're trying to basically eliminate the Second Amendment? Because by telling someone they can't have an assault rifle, yeah, that's going against the Second Amendment. But they feel like it's not. They're like, oh, no, nah, we're just trying to regulate. Yeah, and here's it. A lot of what um, the governments are doing, because I know, you know, I think we're on one of this, one of the only countries still like who have these free ass gun laws. But like, we have those free ass gun laws for reasons, and that's for uh, being able to stand up against a tyrannical government. Yeah. So it's like they. That's why I'm saying the founding fathers. You know, even though some of them were slave owners, whatever the fuck you want to say, I understand that type shit. But they knew what the fuck they were doing when they when they built this country. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. They knew what they were doing when they were putting down the foundations, laying the blueprint, like you said. You know what I'm saying? Um, you have to be able to bear arms. You have to be. You if you if you can't protect yourself, this is the thing. Why do people think that the government is so good? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why do they think? That the the government will have their best interest in heart when it's it's kind of never had it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like in some situations, uh, but in most situations, there you know our government now is is pretty much just bought. It's all about money now. Yeah. So it's like, why do you why do people always assume the government will have your best interest in heart? It never makes sense to me. I don't know, but they put full trust into government. Like yeah. it's crazy to see someone even talk about the Second Amendment and they automatically say, call the police. Yeah, it's government. Like, dog, what world do you live in where the government, police is here to government protect you twenty four seven? Government has become God. It's like people put that above anything. That's pretty much what socialism is. It's letting government control fucking everything. Is it's government? Yeah. And to be governed doesn't mean to be overly governed means less freedom. All right. So think about this as far as socialism goes. So we're all socialists, right? Mm-hmm. We have to go to work today, Saturday. Uh, we want to go to this uh, St. Patrick's uh, event, mm-hmm. and um, but we still have to work in the morning. We work on a farm. Mm-hmm. What's holding me back from just saying, "Fuck it, today's my day off"? Shit, the government. <laughs> <laughs> what they gonna do though? What you mean? Like if you if you were socialist? Yeah. Remember, we're all happy. We're all free. Dog, There's no violence. Shit. There's when when you walk outside, there's there's a magical unicorn that's gonna take you to the farm. And the thing is, like, we all know all these damn societies who've been communists and socialists have always been the most unhappy, failed states of all time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking, um, we talk about Stalin's Russia back in the day. We talk about Maoist China back in the day, and. Millions upon millions of people literally died. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and people might say, oh, well, socialism is not the same thing as communism. It, it's it's a less evolved form of communism. It's, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. the first step. Like, tomato, tomato. Yeah, come on now. Like, we know what the, it's, it's too much government overreach. And whenever people start talking about communism or, or so- socialism, I always tell them, go watch Scarface. Yeah. Please watch Scarface. Why the fuck with Tony Montana trying to get the fuck off that goddamn island? And then he comes to a place like America, and what does he do? That nigga bossed up. <laughs> bossed the fuck up. Because Why you, have, you have fucking freedom here, bro. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, even though he was a drug dealer and shit, he drug kingpin and shit. Bro. Yeah. But think about it. You come from you come from a poor area where everyone, excuse me, a poor country where everyone is just, you know, basically... Basically, they're all poor. 
Everyone yeah. is fucking poor. It's chaos. Everyone is running around yeah. like chickens with their head cut off. And then he comes to a place like this and he's looking around like, believe it or not, even when he was working in the taco truck, he still was living way better than when 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 he was in fucking Cuba. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, it's it's well, you go from having a land of opportunity to a land of no opportunity. Yeah. Simply just because. Of course he wanted more because that's who he is. But he was still way happier than when he was over there. Uh Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Like, Cuba. Happiness. Cuba back then (laughs) was, well, pretty much they were cut off from from the world just because they were a communist, you know, state. But, like, that also means that most of the people there were very unhappy with how things were. Like, it was, let's not sit up here and pretend, because we kind of, like, romanticize Cuba a lot here in uh, America. Yeah. And, but Cuba was going through it, bro. Like, I'm not, a, you know, I'm not, I don't never bash like Castro and all that shit because I don't really know the full extent of it. But from what I've seen, like a lot of people in Cuba would have rather been able to like come to a country like this. You know what I'm of saying? Of course. It's just, there's a lot more opportunity. Um, Castro is pretty much cut off from the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's no opportunity there. Like, people are not, they're not living to their fullest extent. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know. In any situation I've ever seen, uh, I don't feel like communism or socialism ever equals to, like, happiness to people. I think people think that just because a lot of, a lot of the time when people are talking about shit like that, they're in a bad situation. So basically, until until we all sit down and come up with something better, this is the best alternative we have. Yeah, um, capitalism. Capitalism allows you to be. Here's the thing: it allows you to be a billion. It allows you to be Jeff, Jeff Bezos, and it allows you to be the bum under the bridge. Correct. It gives you the choice, and that's all I need is a choice. All I need is. A, a little bit of room to, to wiggle and fight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's all I need. Under a communist state, there's you don't. You you know? You, you don't, don't have anything. You don't have nothing. And it, your work is not, there's no incentive. There's no incentive to create or innovate. Like, I think you sent me something one time that's talking about, oh, people talk about um, you shit on... Uh, communism or whatever or, or capitalism created your iphone you know the shit yeah, like yeah, that yeah 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 and i'm just like i remember that it's like and then the meme said no labor created your iphone and i'm like where does labor come from exactly and it's like you don't understand that the labor wouldn't even be there without the innovation to want to create the iphone and there mm-hmm. if there's no incentive to create the iphone there would be no iphone we needed a better fucking phone so we can sew the market up mm-hmm. we're gonna take the fucking market we're gonna create the best phone we can there's no incentive to do that. We still would all have flip. If this was a communist country, we still all have flip phones. You know what I'm saying? It would be no innovation. It would be no. Yeah. You got to look at China right now. You got to look at China right now. China is the only reason why China is booming is because they're stealing everything from everybody. Oh, and let's, uh, dog, let's go ahead and be real. China is like at least 20 years ahead of us. Yeah. And as far as technology goes. But the thing is. You know, China is a communist state still. Like, yeah. it's pretty much, but it's like, it's it's incentivized. Like, they've kind of taken what we did. Heavy government regulation. Yeah, heavy. And it's. I don't even know if people understand in places like China, you can't even 
watch porn. That's yeah. why if you ever see Chinese porn, it's always blurred out. Bro, they took hip hop off the radio out there. Yeah. That's what I'm trying China to tell is people. a crazy place. If, every, if they're providing everything for you, they can tell you what the fuck you can't do. No, you can't go outside past 6 p.m. Right? People can't yeah. listen to fucking hip hop on the radio in China. That shit's crazy. It's fucking ridiculous. And I watched this thing on Noisy, uh, the, the Noisy shit. I saw some shit. They got trap music in China, and these niggas can't get no work. And these niggas fire. I seen that shit. I seen like yeah. a little group. Yeah, they, they be look like the Migos. They yeah. be riding beats. I seen for real. I'm like, damn, and these niggas can't get no shine because China won't. They won't let them. But people want to live in that type place. Exactly. But that you want to live in that type shit. You know what I'm saying? See, me personally, dog. You know, now I, I think I can officially call myself a podcaster. But I want to be able to to show how I'm different. Yeah. Being being in a place like that, you can't really show how you're different. All you need is opportunity because. Right now, you might be young, and life might be fucked up, and that's usually who they target. Mm-hmm. It's young, fucked up individuals. These these communists, you know. Someone that just needs some hope. Yeah. Somebody who's, whose life is like not on, it's not on the upswing right now. But one day, you might, there might be a change of heart. You might get a business idea. You might get a good-ass job. You know what I'm saying? Either or. And you're going to start to rethink things. I'm telling you. You're really going to start to rethink things. You just want to have opportunity here. That's all people need is opportunity. We get in America, we give you the opportunity to be a bum or we give you the opportunity to be a billionaire. Correct. It's one or the other. You know what I'm saying? Or or in between. All there's uh, everything comes in between. But like that's all you need. Over there you don't. There's a group <laughs> over there right now is the Chinese Migos. And they can't even be on the mainstream like platform just because they don't they play fiending to come over here. Yeah, they they don't play fucking hip hop on the radio in China no more. They ban that shit. That shit's done. And that's what people got to start realizing. But that's happiness. Yeah, exactly. And the people don't understand, you know what I'm saying? And Bert, I, and we also got to talk about um what's up? Um basically good versus evil. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely got to talk about that like um as far as as far as the happiness things goes, people people's definition of happiness is always different. Yeah, we discussed that. Yeah, and um, also when you view someone, it's it's different ways to view someone. Like you might view someone like um, I don't know. Let me give an example. Um, okay, we talked about this last night, so I'm using this as an example. Muhammad Ali, when Muhammad Ali, um, went to prison for not uh enlisting. In the uh, military, a lot of people viewed him as someone evil. Yeah. There also was a lot of people that was like, that's a hero. That's yeah. someone that stands up for what he believes in, someone that's doing something, you know, right for the rest of us. Yeah. There's different ways of viewing of viewing things and viewing people also. Yeah. A lot of people don't get that. Yeah. Um, I've all, well, not always. I just now really started, like, trying to dissect good and evil. Uh-huh. And like why we have the things we have, a lot of it comes down to um, what we think is morally right, morally wrong, and a lot of that comes from just the society you've been raised in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes from you know cultural norms, stuff like that. Um, whereas in fifty years ago, being gay would have been evil. Yeah, you know. And so now it's look like, at it; it's liberating. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like. That's the thing about good and evil. They're very subjective. I'm not saying that they don't exist because um, I always think like anything that makes you 
it bears weight on your soul, mm-hmm. like after you do it, you kind of knew it was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's kind of like where I keep mine. But your moral compass might be different from mine. So you might be from a different society. Like if you're from a, a jihadist uh, society in the Middle East where they just want death for all the infidels, right? Mm-hmm. You cutting off some American's head, some American journalist's head, that was a good thing. You did that for Muhammad and Allah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And our minds, that's evil as fuck. So it's like, I think a lot of it has to come from culture and what you're taught. A lot of it is subjective. You know what I'm saying? It's different for a lot of different people. Good and evil is a very deep, 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 deep subject. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, when I think about it, you know, I always uh, think of things from like uh, books for dummies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like books, books for dummies is if if the people don't know what that is that's like the dumbed down version of anything you can mm-hmm. always find a book on it um like a lot of science for yeah, dummies and shit. Yeah, yeah a lot of good information in it also yeah but for uh the people that's listening and don't understand what we're talking about it's like a show like um the walking dead yeah you see the walking dead and it's like you're uh, you're fucking emotionally invested in Rick. Oh, so yes. he's the good guy. Too. Oh man, Rick my Rick my dude, man. See what I'm saying? But you had but, you you really put me on game about like, nah, like you think Rick. Yeah. You think he's they, not the they good portray, guy. They portray like you're, it's told from his point of view, so it's like yeah. they're portraying him as the good character because like, that's who that's who you're emotionally invested in, but yeah. in reality He's a bad guy. Yeah. Going against bad guys. Yeah. And the reason why he's a bad guy though because deep down um, since we know him from the beginning, we know deep down he's an amazing person, but the world turned him to shit because yeah. that's what the world will do to you. Yeah. So basically, in that show, The Walking Dead, it's bad versus bad. Mm-hmm. It's evil versus evil. Like, yeah. Rick Rick was forced to do evil things. And um, Negan, we don't know what Negan went through before he got to where he's at exactly. now. Exactly. That's why we viewed him as the bad guy. If, we would, if the show was about Negan, Negan would be... The good guy. Yeah. Just like, like I talked about Scarface earlier. Yeah. Scarface would be the bad guy, and uh, Sosa would be the good guy. Even mm-hmm. though, I'm going to be honest, Sosa Sosa is my favorite character on Scarface. Like Scarface? Yeah, Sosa is a boss. Like, yeah. Sosa, Sosa gets down. He calls the shots. That's a real shot caller. And um, but I, I'm Tony saying, Montana was too reckless for me. But, like, if you really think about it, like, how long before Rick would have become Negan? You know what I'm saying? Eventually. It's... So the thing about The Walking Dead, you know, I try not to dig too deep into something that's art, something that, you know, is trying to paint a picture. Yeah. But I can't help it, dog. Like, it's <laughs> it's basically like socialism versus communism. Yeah. When when you look at The, uh, the Walking Dead, like, Rick has this ideal of all of them being socialists, all of them planning, you know, having a farm, having this nice, you know, paradise. That's yeah. his ideal. Yeah. Negan... Negan really is like he pitches an idea of them being basically communists, mm-hmm. and but he's but like his ultimate goal is for it to be a dictatorship. Yeah, and that's what's always going to happen when mm-hmm. it, like and you slowly see like because Rick doesn't want to be the leader, he doesn't want to be the boss, yeah. but everyone needs someone to follow because yeah, at the end of the day, he was kind of thrust in that position, but like you can tell that like. Is it bared a heavy weight on him? You know yeah. what I'm saying, and it, it changed bared, him as a person. It He's really not the did. person he wants to be. Yeah, it bared a heavy weight on that man, and you could tell, like, genuinely, Rick from episode one to Rick now, mm-hmm. it's like a completely different person. Like Rick, genuinely good-hearted, 
you know, quote unquote good. You know what I'm saying? Good yeah. Rick. He just in the beginning, he just wanted to do everything he thought was right. Then after a while, he just had to do what was necessary. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> then it's good like versus evil. That's what I'm saying. It's like, bro, I think I think the first time we uh we, we ever talked about this topic, I don't know if it was the first time, but it's the it's, it's the very first I can remember. We was talking about Bill Cosby. Yeah, and I know a lot of people thinking right now, like, why the he- what the hell they got to do with Bill Cosby? <laughs> well, this is what this has to do with Bill Cosby. So you view Bill Cosby as this monster, this animal. Yeah, but. How does his how does his kids view him? Yeah, and then at the same time, you also have to remember these cases are like some of them are from the seventies, some of them from the eighties. Mm-hmm. It was nothing to drop a little Quelo in somebody's drink. Yeah. Like that's just what they did. That was their culture then. So yeah. we view that as like disgusting. Just like um, that's the thing. Like back then, slipping a Mickey in a bitch drink was normal. Yeah, but it's like, and it it was something like even like like now we always try to make things. Like you know, fucked up now. But uh-huh. back then, it it was even women that was like, you know, I, I hope I I hope I go out tonight and just get blackout and just have fun. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, think, and that's the thing. Over time, that rule has changed, and mm-hmm. now he's a fucking monster, right? Yeah. So like twenty years ago, like, oh, he slipped you a Mickey. Okay, well, um. Sorry, I don't know. And and also talking about um R. Kelly, it's like so now R. Kelly prefers sixteen year old girls. Yeah. Like that's just the facts. That's what it is. He prefers sixteen year old girls. Yeah. Um I want y'all to read y'all Bibles. I want y'all to read oh, all yeah, this Greek yeah. mythology. And if we're, um, if we're gonna say all this. Yeah, like, you definitely I want y'all to see like, you know, maybe around the time of Socrates is when people start thinking like they was fucking you know, little boys. Yeah, nah, that's when they start thinking about it. Like you know, maybe these people are too young. Yeah, before the that, thing, yeah, shit. things started changing. Um, but before that, yeah, it was normal for people to be with young children. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not even trying to normalize this shit. We're just just we're just trying oh, to no, 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 unpack the idea because we're way better now. But it's yeah. just something to think about. Like yeah. maybe he isn't a monster. Maybe he just he's sick. Yeah, and he needs help. But then there was a, there was a, there was a lot. Of, I've seen a lot of like old school R and B artists. They always fuck with young girls. They had songs like "Sweet Little Sixteen. Yeah, Chuck Berry yeah, had "Sweet yeah, Little Sixteen. Yeah. You know, it was like a thing to like fuck with little younger women. Like it was like I don't know something about the innocence of it. They they kind of just always preyed on kind of young girls and shit. Mm-hmm. But like it, you know, like people like you're saying, like people pretty much. You know, depict these guys as a monster, but it's like they grew up when this was normal. You know, they grew up when this was all normal behavior, and now they're adjusting to this modern society kind of like. But I feel like at the end of the day, if you're if you're R. Kelly's age and you're fucking with a fucking sixteen year old girl, I know in your head you kind of know it's like taboo. I feel like you should, yeah, you know, like I shouldn't be doing this, but. Like I was saying the other day when I when I had called you, I was like, you know, I I don't more so feel bad for for R. Kelly because I we all knew he was a freak, we all knew he guilty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I more so feel bad that the situation, like you're really, it's it's real. Is it a is it a situation of parent neglect and some some nasty ass sixteen year old fast ass girls? You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's just like the perfect storm, like. He's a freaky ass R and B singing ass nigga. Mm-hmm. 
they got neglectful parents and they fast as hell and want to fuck at 14, 15 years old. And it's just the perfect storm of all that. But now we're depicting him as a monster. But it's like he had a problem, but I, I don't necessarily I would never depict him as a monster. Who's you know the bad I mean? guy? Who's the bad guy in the situation? There is none. That's what people don't understand. <laughs> we like to demonize people. Yeah. But, like, you have these neglectful experiences. Why the fuck are you living with R. Kelly at 15, 16 years old and shit? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Your parents, are, your how parents they view don't give it a fuck. Is, how they view it is um, you're the adult in the situation, and that's the child. So, therefore, you're the monster. You manipulated them. Dude, if, there's, if I've ever seen a childlike person, it's R. Kelly. This nigga eat McDonald's every other fucking day. <laughs> They don't even he don't even know you need vegetables. <laughs> this nigga's a full child. Shit. If I've met anybody, bro, what's to say I got homeboys who 30 and still act like they fucking 18. Shit younger. Exactly. So it's like and then you had these young ass girls who act like they fucking 20. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like but I'm not, you know, I don't want to even try to seem like I'm normalizing this shit, but dog, like, dog. I just want to I just want to I want people to take take a step back and look at the perspective of like because everybody wants to demonize people these days. Like, we talked about the Harvey Weinstein shit. Uh-huh. Like, everybody knew what the fuck was going on. Like, everybody knew what the fuck was going on. Um, Harvey is fucking these girls for roles, right? Yeah. He's, it's, a, it's just a power thing. Yeah. It's a power struggle. With yeah, him. he's like, shit, I got movies. You need roles. What's and up? Also, the biggest thing we talked about with this Harvey Weinstein shit is, um, dog, we need to we need to all come together and define rape. Yeah. Cause for me, it's rape and it's not rape. Yeah. All the other no, shit y'all talk no. about, sexual misconduct and all that other shit, that's fine and dandy. Y'all use whatever yeah. terms y'all want to, but it's not rape. Yeah, it's not Let's like mur- it's not that. like murder, like murder one, murder two, murder three. Yeah. It's rape. There's no yeah. rape one, there's no rape two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta rape rape is forcefully yeah. Taking something from someone that yeah. isn't yours, that isn't willing to participate. Yeah. That's man. rape. I just feel like we're, I don't know, you know, we're in this tidal wave of social justice. So everybody is just like, when, once somebody attacks, the whole fucking crew just jumps on the nigga. Yeah. You know so saying? like the best, the best example I could give is if you're out in public and someone slaps you on the ass. Yeah. That isn't rape, but that is, he's definitely a, a fucking shit bag and some yeah. shit should happen to him. Yeah. Most definitely. But that isn't rape. Let's not call that rape. Yeah. And I, I honestly, I really like the way things are changing where men kind of have to be on their best behavior because now I don't give nobody any excuses. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's got to be on their best fucking behavior. And that's for girls too because here's the thing. I heard you um on your last podcast with Lila, which was fire as fuck. Appreciate it. Um, talking about the draft thing. Yeah. And it's like, okay, girls want to be equal till it's time to be equal, right? Yeah. And it's like people just people just got to start thinking about this type of shit because like and if, if shout you a man, out shout out to Lila dog cuz her take on that was very interesting, yeah. very realistic. Yeah, dude. Well spoken. Well spoken. I I fuck with her hard, bro. But like the the fact that you know we're always looking at it from a male perspective, like a man slapping on a bitch on the ass. Mm-hmm. What about girls grabbing dudes' dicks? Like, is that will this have? Like, once we get in this kind of like tug of war about you know privilege and all this type shit, what like both of them got to be equal now? A yeah. girl come up and grab your dick. All right, bro. She can go to jail too. I got I got the perfect story, and 
people love when I get into story time. So perfect story I can tell. One time, um, I don't think you was there, Big King, but we was at one of our homeboys' crib that stayed with this girl, and um, I guess her cousin was in town or something, and he brought a friend with him. They both was obviously gay. Yeah, but I wasn't, you know, I don't, I don't care about people being gay. That's you, do your thing. I'm not gay, you know. We just gonna move accordingly. Yeah. Well, you know, I got, I got real drunk. I'm chilling and I'm sleeping on the couch. You know, I'm young at the time. I know y'all remember when you was young. You know, you take a couple shots, you take some beers, and it's night, night time. Yeah. So I drunk, went to the couch. So I'm sleep. I'm talking. About I'm passed out. I feel something touching my leg. And I'm like, I'm thinking like it's a spider or something. And I had on like some basketball shorts. I'm thinking it's a spider or something. I open my eyes. It's this gay ass boy <laughs> with his hands on my leg trying to go up my basketball shorts. Oh, he got hell. to like, he got to like, uh, I think I had my pants sagged or something. So they probably came like right below my kneecap. He probably got to Wait, like. Wait, was this at Web? Yeah. Oh, see, see yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you said I the name. I don't use names. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, nah, you good. You know, niggas don't know Web. Yeah, know fuck Web anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nah, shout, shout out Web. Out, That's my shout dog. Out my That's nigga my Webb, dog, bro. But um. Yeah, so he gets like right above my kneecap, and that's when I open my eyes and I see him, and I just snap. I start. I I'm talking. About, I'm trying to wring his fucking neck. He's running around the house. I'm trying to chase him. He gets outside. I'm still chasing him. He runs back to the house. I'm still running around the house, and I ain't gonna lie. He was fast as hell. Cause, <laughs> cause I'm fast. Yeah. So he was fast as hell. So finally, he gets like to his uh friend that he came down there with, which was a big dude, and he's like hiding behind him. I'm trying to push both these motherfuckers down. Yeah. Like I'm trying, I'm trying to get to this motherfucker, and then that's when um, Webb's girlfriend comes out, and she's like, "What are you doing, Slim? I'm going to call the police." And she's acting crazy and all this. So everybody in the house like comes out from the rooms and stuff after this, and they're all in there, and they're like basically like trying to tell me to chill out, and I'm getting wild. They're calling me shit like homophobic and crazy, and yeah. they're gonna call the police on me, and I'm just looking like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Like, and I'm explaining to them, like, dog, he just tried to fucking, he just tried to fucking go up my pants. Sexual assault. Yeah. And it's just like, and they're looking like, oh, nah, 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 nah. I don't know. I feel like when it's more so done to a guy, like, mm-hmm. people just brush it off. Like, yeah, shut your like pussy ass just, up. Yeah, <laughs> like, it just ain't shit. Like, you wanted that. Yeah. Bruh, I'm a, I'm definitely a straight man. You're not going to find a straighter yeah. man than me. Do you think I wanted this gay boy to put his hand up my fucking shorts? Hell no. Like, no... Honestly, bro, any unwanted contact, come on now, bro, male or female. We got to start. That shit got to be equal because this, yeah. I don't know what it is, dog. All right, I might be out here. Um, Sorry to the big community because my sisters are big. I love them hoes. But <laughs> big girls, bro, big girls are aggressive. Yeah. Big girls are aggressive, aggressive dog. And we're going we're gonna to clear the air right now, big girls. Y'all got to stop raping niggas. <laughs> For real, big girls be raping niggas, dog. Boy, you wild, boy. For real, I'm, d- bruh. So you ain't never had an aggressive ass bitch. Everybody in the met an aggressive ass big bitch. Yeah, bruh. It's so many aggressive big hoes. Them hoes is aggressive, bruh. They want dick bad. They want dick bad. And I'm team big hoe. Hashtag team big hoe. I love big hoes, but you know I gotta. And they warm. They smell good. You know what I'm saying? They be wearing cocoa butter and shit. They know how to cook. I thought you was about to get on your male feminazi bag. Oh, you know. 
I'm gonna try that shit because that shit gets niggas laid nowadays. Yeah, dog. Like I'm that's gonna start the, doing that's that the shit. whole strategy, bro. Yes. Like you get on your team, bitch. Shit. Yes. Hashtag just, team, bitch. You man. put on you put on that pussy hat. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> that guy's totally a douchebag. <laughs> this look this at world. look at him raping you with your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> this world would be so much better if it was ran by women, right, girls? <laughs> right. <laughs> Can I get a hallelujah? <laughs> and at the end of the night, he getting the, he getting the best head he ever had in his fucking life. Bruh, shout out to them niggas because they sneaky. Yeah. They so sneaky. They the want thing. the same shit we want, exactly. but they go about it. They know how to do it. Way. They be sneaking like, yeah, that guy's a dick. Like, um, yeah, we should just go get Margs or something, you know? Like, <laughs> girl power. Like, dude, Hillary Clinton, man, such a close race. Like, I definitely voted for Hillary. <laughs> you know what definitely. I'm saying? Definitely. You know he hashtag tag team bitch. God damn, boy. Which side you on, pimp? Yeah. God damn. It's like if you if you ain't with me, you against me, dog. For real. Like, come on, bro. And then it's not Niggas even like that. That guy, that guy Slim is such a dick. You shouldn't even hang out with him. You know, yeah, guys like that. Yeah. It, then, dog, it's not even like that. It's not like it's one of them things where it's like it's men versus women. Yeah. It's just like, dog. So when someone makes it men versus women and you pick that side, it's just weird. Yeah, like. You started the war, homeboy. Like, I'm just chilling. I ain't on none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? That shit just weird to me. Buddy just be goddamn. Yeah, like, uh, uh, and this, this is the thing. When niggas say, yeah, this world would be so much better if it was just ran by women. Like, these hoes don't be fighting over a quick weave. You know what I'm saying? Like, these hoes, bruh. These hoes be hooking more than, I seen more girls fight in my life. If you the most aggressive person I ever met in my life is my goddamn sister, and she'll beat a bitch ass real quick too. For real, the most aggressive person I ever met, and you talking about men with all this this testosterone we have, you know, we're just such aggressive creatures. Most of my friends is bitches, and most of these bitches is goddamn men. They be out here whipping the shit out. They just you know what I'm saying. They just on a whole nother fucking level with this shit, bro. Mm-hmm. And we talking about oh, if the world was ran by women, these hoes is about it. They about it, about it. For real. Um, dog, we ain't got too much longer, so I gotta go ahead and hit these topics. Yeah. I hate I hate when I do horrible segues. I hate that shit. Oh, you know, I don't care. <laughs> nah, I do, dog. I hate when I do horrible segues. But we gotta get into these debate topics, bro. Um yes. the reason why I wanna get into these debate topics because hot take warning. Hot believe take it warning. believe it or not, I listen to a lot of people uh comments. I read I read a lot of them people that DM me. I'm definitely I'm definitely reading them even if I don't reply and I try to reply if it ain't too out. But I hear I hear people saying, "Man, every time you do a podcast with Big King, y'all always um y'all always agree on everything. Why why can't you do one with a woman, someone that disagrees with everything you say?" Mm-hmm. And I want to let everyone know, me and Big King disagree on a lot of shit. A lot. Yes, a, a lot, lot of shit. I don't know why y'all think we just we just sit here and just agree on everything, but we don't. Because I a, feel like the lo- a lot of the things that we agree on are more, it's more so logical shit. It's more so yeah, common sense. And that's the type of topics I pick to talk about. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. more so common sense shit, like, you know, easy shit. It's yeah. like, oh, that's an easy one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, of course, of course, something easy like socialism, we we, we both yeah. be on the same side on. Well, you, you, that's easy. Like any any smart topic. person, you know. If you if you sit down and you research socialism for an hour, yeah, and then you're research all the, the socialists and communist countries that have been before, yeah. and you'd be like, oh, that shit ain't worked never. So, <laughs> so let's you gonna have the same take as yeah. us. But interesting things that we disagree on are things that's more so opinion based. 
it's yeah. not it's not things that's more so logical it's more so opinion like um um abortions yeah we have a very different take on it yeah big king does not fuck with abortions no and uh i do not i'm hashtag Save the hashtag children. male feminist <laughs> male liberal feminist hell yeah <laughs> when it comes to abortions yeah goddamn i feel like here's the thing if we're gonna do it we're gonna do it if we're not we're not uh-huh that's how i feel um i don't think because more it's more so like i said most people want to do shit that's guilt-free nowadays like correct girl want to go to the chop shop and goddamn get the fuck out of there with no guilt you know what i'm saying Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then that's fine. But I just feel like women have to start recognizing that. Um, and here's the thing. This is my opinion. I'm not saying this is how it should be. I'm just saying, to me, even if it's a cluster of cells, because girls always say that shit, it's just a little cluster of cells. Like, it's the size of a pea. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like. That's what I say also. But it's like, it's a potential life to me. Mm-hmm. And so now you know they just passed this law where you can you could do late term abortions in Virginia, I think. Yeah. Like full grown baby. You know what I'm saying? And you can chop that motherfucker up. And that's that's something different to me though. See, that's the but I'm like, all right, what well, you saying? You're saying, you know what I'm saying, if you you saying it's a cluster of cells now, that's the same cluster of cells that grew into this baby to me. You know what I'm saying? All right, so it's something different. Like so how I view early, early term, like two months. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just it's just some mucus that's trying to form into a person. Yeah, that's what it is. Late term, we're talking after three and a half months, four months, four months. Let's say after four months. That's I think they're doing them all the way up until like eight months now. They yeah, doing it yeah, fire. Yeah. Like so, eight months. That's murder. This motherfucker is literally at eight months. He's he's feeding off of you. He it's or a she full baby. It's dog. feeding off you. It's a full baby that's in your belly. Literally, like um. I don't know if y'all know this, but at abortion clinics, there's always that weird ass Mercedes Benz van. Yeah, I hope y'all know what that is. Ooh, I don't, I don't know. I might just be next time. Next time you're riding by an abortion clinic, look in the back. It's a Mercedes Benz van. I promise you. I promise you. I don't care where you live because I know all my list, all my listeners don't live, you know, in the in the place I live. But where I live at in Augusta, Georgia. It's 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 one um and you can see it like from the street. You can see the Mercedes Benz from the street. You can be standing at the gas station, you see it. I'm telling you. That van is basically the same thing as, as a coroner. Yeah. Basically what they do is uh when they have the abortions, you know, you can't just flush a baby down the toilet. Yeah. That's that's illegal. I think someone actually just got locked up recently in the news for that. God but damn. uh yeah, uh, they had a miscarriage, and the the nurse I think flushed the baby down the toilet, and mm-hmm. someone at the uh, at the waste field found it and called mm-hmm. the authorities. But um, but yeah, late term. That's basically what that is. You're killing you're killing a person. But back to my side because I don't want to jump. You know, I I don't know if the people listening know, but whenever you're doing a, a debate or a argumentative essay, you stick to one side and one side only. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't jump sides. Yeah, but that's a different topic to me. Late term uh, abortions, totally different topic. Abortions up to three and a half, three and a half months. Yeah, I don't think that's killing someone basically because um, I think I think at three months that's when that's when the child first has um, first has uh, a brain development, right? 
in a heart. I, I don't even know the, the biology of it. But yeah. I know, to me, it's pretty much about, I think it's taking away a potential life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not to say I would never have an abortion. Morally. morally. Yeah, just like morally to That's me. That's where you're standing from. I come from a point like I that could have been my like especially me having a kid now watching him run around and and talk and and be a a full like a full person full personality like I just feel like that is every aborted child but now it's just like they couldn't have been that because they don't exist anymore but that's just my opinion on it like I'm a little softer when it comes to shit like that because I'm like when it comes to kids and shit like that, like I just anything that comes to kids, I'm always gonna be on the softer side of things. Like, and the reason I'm on the opposite side is because it's it's so many factors you have to think about. Like, think about a child that you bring into this world that's gonna live this rough life. Like yeah. me personally, and I'm thinking from my point of view, not anyone else's. Me personally, I'd rather be dead. Yeah, that's just me. And I know people are thinking like, oh, that's so ignorant. Nah, that's just that's just real life, man. Yeah, like I just, I just rather be dead than you putting me up for adoption. Yeah, cause everyone knows when you when you go up for adoption and you're at these orphanage, those kids turn out bad. Like it's really rough, and that's why yeah. that's why I fell in love with uh, Tiffany Haddish story, mm-hmm. cause her her growing up like that is amazing. That's an amazing story. Yeah, it's I don't think she's funny at all, but <laughs> that's that's one of the yeah. You already know how I am about that shit. Yeah, I already told y'all, female comedians, these comedy y'all hoes, find me one that's funny. These comedy hoes got to step big game up, man. Mm-hmm. God damn. But yeah, so th- that's one topic um, we're, we're different about. I'm definitely, yeah, because my whole take on that is I don't think everyone deserves the right to live. I know that's a very strong statement. I'm yeah. not saying I'm God. I'm not saying I'm going to be the person that decides who lives mm-hmm. or be the person who decides who dies, but... That leads me to my next thing we probably disagree on, um, the death penalty. Yeah. So as far as the death penalty goes with me, it's one of those things where it's like good versus evil. Uh-huh. Like we was just talking about. It's yeah. like, so who's the killer? If if I kill you because you killed this person, what does that make me? That makes me a killer too. That makes me a murderer. And I don't know why people don't see that shit as that. Like, I'm not saying that if you kill someone I love, I want you to live. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. I'm saying, excuse me, us as a whole, if we sit around and we watch someone die, we're just as bad as that person that killed that person. It's yeah. so it's so disgusting. Like, I remember early on me being a young kid, and um, I'm a little crazy. This is a little disclaimer. I'm a little crazy. But <laughs> I started researching serial killers when I was like nine or 10 years old, I just like, I was so fascinated with it. Cause my mom used to sit around and watch all these weird ass documentaries. And I just got so fascinated with serial killers. So I would go to school. Uh, I was secretly a nerd too. When I wasn't playing basketball, I would go to school. I would haul ass to the library and I would read these little encyclopedias on things. I, on, on things I want to know about. And I was looking at the Ted Bundy trial. And I noticed that when he got killed, because he got killed when, we basically was was just born when he got killed. But mm-hmm. I was watching. They had footage from his execution. 
And it was people lined up outside, like, supporting him because they wanted him to live. And also people lining up outside because they wanted him to die. Yeah. So when the, when the people came outside and said he was dead, everyone was cheering and stuff. And I was like, that is fucking insane. And we was talking earlier. Uh-huh. I'm going to let you speak on that. But we was talking earlier about, um, about lynching. Yeah. So you're saying your stance on it is killing is killing. Like Killing is killing. So, like, he killed somebody, you're killing him. You're yes. doing you're the you're the murderer now too. Yes. And my stance is like, bro. Cause like there was just a shooting in New Zealand. Dude murked like fifty people, bro. Uh-huh. I want him dead. I want him dead. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm just that type of person. I don't know if that's you know, just being from goddamn nigga, you know shit wild in Texas. Like that's that's just how it is. That's what you claiming today? Yeah, I'm Texas I'm a Texas nigga today. <laughs> Shout out Duval County though, you know. But um yeah, bro, it's like people to me I don't I just feel like it's better getting that type of person to fuck up out of here. Yeah. That's just the type of person I am like I don't it, but it you it's kind of unproductive just because at the end if you you start with people like that, you'll end up marking everybody cuz everybody got some kind of problem. Yeah. But it's like you start with him and then it, you just going to keep going down the line. But I feel at the end of the day, it turns into a witch hunt, though. Yeah, it's um, and you were talking about the lynching shit. That's what really kind of changed my perspective on it. Um, when I was watching this video about um this kid back in the day, I think he was special needs or something, and they say he had raped a white woman. Um, even so, raping a white woman. Uh, I still don't think he deserved the things that he you know that they gave him like uh they were like they first of all they were hanging him and it was a public hanging everybody was around mm-hmm. next they had a giant bonfire underneath him that they were dropping him up and down into the bonfire you know and as he was coming down they were chopping at his limbs you know what i'm saying and it's like that really put that really put shit into perspective for me about like like especially like public executions death penalty type shit just because I only think of it from that perspective, like a Ted Bundy situation, like he deserves it. But uh-huh. I never thought about it like public execution of my people, lynching, public lynchings, uh, white people making postcards of of niggas, you know what I'm saying, hanging from trees. Giving away limbs as souvenirs. Sending it for Christmas and shit, yeah. Cutting his limbs off, giving it away for souvenirs and shit. Um and there's just a certain sickness in America that we haven't gotten over yet. And I, it started very early with this, like, kind of, like, Wild West fucked up. This is just a very wild society, and we're trying to tame it now. But You know they, what I'm saying? But They hide it by, by pretending to be civilized. You yeah. sitting around watching someone die? Yeah. That shit. But it, it was a norm back then. And that's, like, maybe not even. That's, like, 100 years ago. Yeah, people were still doing that. Like I don't even know. I think the last They're public execution was like it was still like nineteen like thirty or forty something. Like they were still doing like I'm talking about like public hangings and shit. Yeah, you know, but like they still doing executions. But yeah, because the uh, Ted Bundy situation I'm talking about, I think it happened in 1989. Yeah, 1990. It was either 88 or 89. I'm about to look it up. But yeah, like. Good versus evil. Like, who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Yeah. Because to me, both of them are bad. <laughs> yeah, murder is murder. Um, We have weird ways of putting things. 
as human beings. Yeah. We just have weird ways of thinking of things. Like, like I said, what is good and what is evil? Like, what what exactly is it? I like, I really like for people to think about that type shit because yeah, it was. 89. I was talking, to, and I was talking to you about this about um, I've been thinking about taking my kid to church. Uh huh. And I was thinking about that, and I'm not even y'all y'all know I'm not no fucking Christian. Fuck that shit. But um, I'm I got say, a lot of heat on that video I put out of us talking about Christianity. Oh yeah, yeah. Well. That's and, um, that's natural. Shout out, shout out the gay guy that uh, left a comment and said something like, "Have have any of you douchebags ever read the Bible?" And I'm like, "Bro, I'm banging for you, bro." Exactly, dog. <laughs> they don't fuck with you. We repping with You're you. Gay. There ain't no room for heaven in your uh, for your ass. God damn, it. I'm banging for you, bro. Because they don't they don't fuck with you because you gay. Yeah, so I fuck like, with you. Exactly. So it's like, and you going against me? Yeah, but I was like, man, I, I just been thinking about like taking my son to churches because of like it gave me my moral foundation kind of yeah, you know what more, i'm saying yeah because like a if moral you don't compass. yeah and i never i never really realized it until i got like older like it kind of did you just you you have a set of rules to just live by you got them 10 commandments you know you got sins that you don't commit you know what i'm saying and my son's kind of like he's growing up now and he's like so who's the authority figure here it's just dad and it's like, oh, well, dad, fuck him. Like, yeah, I can get away yeah, with anything. Yeah. Yeah, I can get away with murder. Age. You know what I'm saying? And, and, dog, I ain't going to lie. You love your son, too. Like, yeah. discipline, disciplining your son is something that's hard for you. I notice. Yeah, it is. I don't like I don't like to spank him. I don't like to do anything. I don't even like to yell at him. I wish I wish the nigga would just sit his ass down and be cool. So that I wouldn't have happen. to do none of that and shit. Then, bro, that's basically your own personal trauma, too. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the thing. It's like every time I see him crying, I see a reflection of myself. When I was a kid, and I don't like that type shit. But that's the thing. I get I, it because I ba- I battle with that also. Yeah, I don't want to be mean to him because I know how that shit made me felt and shit like that. So it's like, but I've been thinking about taking him to church just so I can give him that little foundation. I don't know. You think that's a good idea, or you think like, do you think he needs that? Be- because at the end of the day, you really think you leave it up to society. To society, you um you learn lessons a lot harder. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, dog, I think. I think you're more than capable enough to give him that strong moral compass, that strong background that he needs to be an amazing person. Yeah. I don't I I don't necessarily think he needs Jesus in his life because you you taking him to church and having him believe in something that you don't believe in, not only is it contradicting, it's also it's 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 also just stupid. Yeah. Like and it, it's kind of pointless, bro. But that's the thing is like I wish we had. See, here's the thing. There's always this underlying when you're a Christian, right? I I always say a lot of people have fear based faith just because they're they're scared of going to hell. Uh huh. That's why they're being good people. Like they, like like the 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 phrase fear God. I yeah. never understood that. I still don't get it. Yeah, it and it's because they're fearing judgment. They're fearing going to hell, but. I think if you're not, you don't have it in yourself to be a good person, but like you don't naturally have it in yourself to be a good person. So you have Mm -hmm. to be compelled to be a good person by religion. And I just want to know, we just got to come up with a better solution to this thing because I want, I think what a lot of this generation and this youth is missing is that sort of like that rock solid foundation of that. Like we don't have, 
we're still figuring like we're in the age of figuring shit out shit's changing like christianity is kind of like getting pushed to the wayside um it's more so of a uh science and and in in non-religious you know secular kind of view of the world nowadays but that doesn't give you your moral values you know what i'm saying uh-huh how you should pre- how you should act in society and i think that's why a lot of this left-wing shit is taking up such an upswing just because it's becoming like a religion it's at such an upswing now just because people don't fuck with religion no more but they need something to replace that spot that empty spot in their heart yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's like now they're like i'm gonna bang on this left-wing shit and that's become like their new religion it's weird but i just feel like we need to come up with something Cause I don't know, like I, I want to take my son to church, but at the same time I'm like, but I don't want him out here thinking gay people is evil. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's it, no, it's really just about you finding that healthy balance. And like yeah. I told you, you're you're more than capable of 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 teaching him the things that he really needs to learn. Um, depending on someone in church to teach him those same things, it's a crazy process because it's going to be a lot of things that they say that you disagree with completely. Yeah. So that's going to go against your whole way of thinking. My whole being. Yeah. So you'll literally have to fake who you are by trying to accomplish this ultimate goal that you can accomplish without even doing that. Yeah. But, you know, me personally, I'm indifferent about church, dog. Like, my thing about church, my experiences from church, and I don't have many. I'm going to just go ahead and throw that out there. I don't have many. So this may be, you know, an ignorant statement. Who knows? But because I've only been to church like four or five times. Mm-hmm. But every time I've been to church, it's just such a fake place to me. Yeah. Everything about it is fake. It's people that don't really feel the way they're pretending Everybody to got they got them pimp suits on. Yeah. And it's like, bro, I go to church like this. Those of you that that, that see a video, I got on a, I got on a tank top yeah. and some jeans and some gold chains. Mm-hmm. I'll go to church just like this. If, if that's what I believed in and what's wrong with that, and what I makes think, me different from the person with the suit on? Yeah. And I hear a lot of the time, a lot of my Christian friends will say like, well, the word is not corrupted. It's man that corrupted the word. Uh-huh. Like the Bible itself, they be- believe is like the purest work of literature ever. Like it's, it, it's, it's the way man interprets it and then turns it into something corrupt. You know what I'm saying? But I still think I'm for that though. I'm for that because yeah. there's some there's some amazing stories that you can learn from in oh, the yeah. Bible. Though all amazing. the par- all the parables in the Bible are great lifelong tools for like if you if you're going through some stressful shit and you think about, you know, the story of fucking Jonah and the whale or Noah or you think about the story of Moses and you know all their trials and tribulations it can kind of kind of parallel to your trials and tribulations in life. There's a lot of things you can get from it. I'm not saying it's not, but I'm I'm saying that we start looking at it like Harry Potter and stop looking at it like it's fucking is scientific empirical facts. Yeah. You know, that's all I all that's all I ever say. You like, just have to be able to separate the two. Yeah. Dog, like I tell you all the time, it's nothing worse than sitting around talking to somebody that's a Bible thumper and the only thing they can tell me is what's between the covers of those books. Yeah, that's crazy. There's nothing worse than that because it's like, dog, I got we some can't real even, good topics to talk get, to you about. Yeah, <laughs> we can't even get going. It's like, okay, so let's get this established. Like, this book is a book. It's right? a point of reference. Yes. Let's call it that, a point of reference. But this is the real world. We're going to talk about real life shit. Uh-huh. Like, just stay with me. 
And if you like, need a point of reference, you can go back to this. Yeah. But use it as an example. Let's, and let's move forward. We're talking outside of that. If you if everything I say, you taking it back to well the you know, Ecclesiastes verse one, chapter two, like I'm just like, Oh my god, dude. Nah, there's nothing <laughs> dog, there's nothing that makes me more happier than talking to somebody that's really religious and a real strong Bible thumper and asking them a question where they have to pick between their Bible and what they genuinely think. Yeah. Like a podcast I did before and the guy was telling me straight up like, hey man, I think people that commit adultery should be punished. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like he really meant that. And you know, like that that would go against a lot of things in the Bible. Yeah. Him making a statement like that. And I could tell he was torn about it. Like mm-hmm. he was like, that's not in the Bible, but mm-hmm. I just, that's just what I believe. And because it comes from your own personal trauma. Like I just told you earlier about, yeah. about uh, you and your kid. It comes from your own personal trauma. Yeah. Me personally, I don't think you should be punished for adultery. I don't even, I mean, it's adultery is like one of the most natural things ever. Yeah. I mean, and like, but not saying what like, you do with your spouse is your business. Yeah, but like, you're always gonna admire beautiful people. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I'm not saying cheating is okay. But but yeah, y'all already know. Y'all see, this is obviously two black men. Black yeah, men don't we cheat. We don't so. we don't do that type shit. So like, that's not us. <laughs> but I'm just saying to admire beauty in in even being a, a committed relationship. No, it's just one of those things that it happens. Like, to to say it never will happen would just, it's kind of unrealistic. You're living in a fucking fairy tale, like we say. Like, if you don't think that your girl is, like, looking at other guys, like, God damn, like, Buddy Jack. Trust me, your girl follows the game on Instagram. Every time he posts a fine nigga Friday pic with his his meat meat (laughs) out in his drawers, she's definitely (laughs) like it, liking it. Not only is she liking it, she's dreaming about him. Yeah. And also, if you think if you fat and ugly and your girl try to rub her hand across your titties, <laughs> trust me, she's thinking about that nigga. <laughs> Cause you don't have pecs. You exactly. have titties. And she's rubbing her hands thinking about this nigga. Yeah. That's the thing, bro. I hope I don't have those problems. Girls <laughs> you never know, bro. These yeah, girls you, Yeah, you never girls, know for real. Bro, they just uh, y'all such intricate, uh very way more complex than men. Men are just so like we easy. Yeah, we simple as hell. Yeah, girls make it like we so complicated. We're easy as fuck. Yeah, like simple girls as are one, very, two, three. Girls are very complicated. Y'all got stages of life. Like one stage of life, y'all like are infatuated with us, and then you get to another stage, and you just don't care about guys at all. You just want to fucking be in your whole phase. And then there's one stage you get old, and now you're at your sexual prime when you're like forty. Like what the? How the fuck do you hit your sexual prime at forty? Like women are just so, like they're they're just you know they are way deeper than us. They're so passionate about sex too, dog. That's why I like that's a like sex and relationships. Yeah, like bro, I've met I've met women in my life that mm-hmm. were fucking amazing, dog. But I just I just I couldn't I couldn't deal with them because I wasn't ready for the shit they was ready for. <laughs> like. They was just so oversexual that it was crazy as hell. Not even them being oversexual, them being ready for things that I wasn't ready for. Like, I remember one time I was real young. I might have been like 20 or 21, and I met this girl, 
and I want to say she uh she had just got out the military. She was going to college and she had all these goals. She had all these plans. Me at that age, I didn't know what the hell I was about to do in life. I was like, I think I'm going to stay in school. I don't know. I really want to work this job. I really want to start this business. I really don't know what the hell I want to do. This girl already knew what she wanted to do. And on top of that, she told me straight up, like, look here, I want to get married. If you ain't with this marriage shit, then I don't think we can, I don't think we can, uh, (laughs) we can do this. And I respected it. I was like, oh, okay. But what I learned from that was. Man, girls really care about that. Like her getting married was so much more important than where she was at in her career. Yeah, girls, so much more. But mm, I don't know. Like I told you, bro, girls are just—I don't know—they have like a weird view of the world. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like Cinderella. Yeah, it's like Cinderella. It's like a lot of these things is just so they think are so promised to them. So like they always they grow up infatuated with it. Is it their daddies? I think so. I think a lot of them. Um, and it, I think it's the fault. world. It, I think it's the world's fault too. Like we kind of, we kind of center everything. Everything is kind of geared towards women. Uh huh. And I know women always think it's about men. It's really, really not. Like mainly they like. I think they say like eighty percent of marketing is always geared towards women. Like yeah. because women are the consumers. They buy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of this society has kind of put women on that kind of pedestal but now things are changing you know what i'm saying so it's like it's it's, it's kind of becoming like a level playing field when it comes to that type of shit but we've like we always see like our dad dads never raised their daughters like they would their sons right they raise their sons and you raise your son pretty much to be a tough kind of billy badass kind of guy you don't show him much affection kind of shit you know what i'm saying uh-huh uh you raise your girls completely different yeah. Completely different. Like a lot of girls are catered to. Like my sister, my sister and me were raised on two different, you know, on two different kind of curriculums. It depends. It, it depends on the parent too, because sometimes mothers raise their daughters real rough. And yeah. Raise their sons real soft. Yeah. That's most of the time. I see that a lot. But I'm just trying to like. I've I've still I you know we think about this shit all the time like why are girls so infatuated with like relationships and love and shit like that right mm-hmm. like like every girl we know her podcast is about love or sex. relationships or sex but the thing is is like they say we're over sexualized I'd be like all y'all talk about is sex yeah and love like what like it infatuates you so much but we're over sexualized as men like it just don't make and sense. honestly i'm just gonna throw it out here dog i'll do a podcast about sex and stuff dog but we got to keep it short cause yeah it ain't too much i got to say like i don't know i feel like sex for guys is kind of like something we do and sex for girls is like who they are like yeah it's like i'm a sexual being girls say shit like i'm a sexual being yeah you know what i'm saying and it's like if you're and like you'll that, be like i be fucking like yeah. what you think like, bro girls think i'm so weird they're like I'm so you very mean, so you mean to tell me you would much rather go get a 10 piece in cajun fry than have sex and i'll be like you got damn right nope i'll be like i'll be like with ranch <laughs> as long as you got the ranch ranch and ketchup for the fries yes and don't and don't even get me started about some uh some liquor and some beer yeah exactly I'm extra happy. Then we can consider sex. 
that's when that's when sex would be like okay we can we can talk about sex then yeah but before that nah i'm good i'm all the way good yeah i don't know i don't even know what it's like to be a sexual being i just be fucking but um nah we good oh, okay but yeah i don't even know what that shit you know girl it's just different but the thing is like I wanted to talk to you about this shit though. This is way it's not off the subject cuz we talking about girls and shit. But like nigga, when girls like I want girls to give me a clear definition of what the fuck feminism is because it's like mm. to like you don't know like to be a hoe is feminist. Yeah. To not be a hoe is feminist. All right, to go to the chop shop and get an abortion is feminist. To raise your kids is feminist. You know? Yeah. To um divorce your husband, you know what I'm saying, and be a strong single independent woman is feminist. Air quotes single. Yeah, and I mean uh, independent. To stick in there and mother. to stick in there and make your relationship work is also feminism. It's like, give me a clear definition of what the fuck feminism is. I don't like what is it? Because I know at one point there was actual a clear def like oh we don't we can't vote, like let's go get these voting rights. Correct. Like that's that's what it is to me. Like Susan B. Anthony. Yeah, the people like you know all the fucking greats, all the goats, the uh, all the sisters out there, even Harriet Tubman types. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? All the all the though that's feminism shit. Yeah. Y'all out here uh, with pussy hats on and shit, crying about nothing. Really, honestly, <laughs> nowadays it's weird to me. It's like, bro, honestly, like, like men are losing nowadays. Like women are winning. Like. Like I said, bro, like girls got more degrees than guys. Like it's like girls are fucking. Look around. Look around the- your college your uh college rooms. Yeah. Trust me. Women women are definitely winning. Yeah, women are running shit. Like matter of fact, it, it's a guy listening right now that's that's, you know, working a, a good, decent job. Yeah. But he's thinking about this right now, like Oh, them niggas right. My bitch got two degrees. Exactly. And I'm working hard as a motherfucker while she going to work sitting on her ass. Most likely, yeah, exactly. Most likely in these relationships nowadays, these women is running shit. Yeah. They are running shit. They got they be degreed the fuck up. They be goddamn at the workplace doing numbers. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, it's not our age anymore. Guys, we gotta step our game up, honestly. But um yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to get a clear definition of feminism. If anybody could goddamn. And for the record, we can't be male chauvinists because our mothers are fucking amazing. Exactly. I grew up with a strong-ass mama. And 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 honestly, if you talk to one of them, they'll tell you all this bullshit y'all be talking about nowadays is some bullshit, boy. And also, even on top of that, the reason why I brought up my mom, I'm actually about to do a podcast with, with my mom in a couple of days, and I can't wait till the people hear it. I haven't even recorded, and I know it's probably going to be my best one I ever do. Yeah. But I try to tell people all the time, like, a lot of these women try to throw around this, oh, I'm a single parent thing. No. Yeah. You are not a single parent. When I do yeah. this podcast with my mom, y'all are going to see what a single parent is. Yeah. And then you're going you're gonna to hear from somebody who's just being genuinely honest about it, not trying to be like, over the top confident and act like they can just handle the world on their own because that's yeah. if you could have the help you would have the help you know what i'm saying i I know a lot of women would want that if a, a lot of women want a strong man who's there to help them you know what i'm saying yeah so yeah. i want y'all i want y'all to think about it i'm not trying to give too much away before i before i do this podcast but i want y'all to think about this think about you being a parent trying to raise trying to raise three children and the only person you have to depend on and help you 
is your seven year old kid. Yeah. That's crazy to even think about. Yeah. That's the only person you have to help you is yeah. a seven year old. Is is um there's a there's a clear line between independence and just being plain stubborn. Yeah. Like um I just feel like there's a there's a lot that comes with having that solid family unit around. Mm-hmm. And that's beneficial for everybody. But yeah, I just want y'all girls got to give me a clear definition of what this feminism shit is. I'm still trying to figure this out, you know. I'm I'm still like, you know, inform me. I might just be stupid, who knows. <laughs> but I just feel like nowadays it's just getting weird. It's like like what's going on? Like feminism is wiping period blood on your face and growing your leg hair out long and armpits and wearing no bra and I'm like that shit is fucking that's gross. fine but you're just gonna have saggy titties hairy legs and hairy armpits smelling and like D the niggas gonna choose the bitch who shave that's all that's gonna happen they gonna be smelling like D <laughs> <laughs> shout out my boy D shout out my nigga D man oh man but yeah it's Saturday we about to uh, fuck with this St. Patty shit man I hope yeah. y'all enjoyed this episode another episode of sit down with Slim I'm getting tired of big keen ass man I Jacksonville Duval baby Fuck Jacksonville, fuck all that shit. And we out. All right.